All right, guys, big episode. This week we talk House of the Dragon. Uh, We talk all about Spider-Man 3, and we are very much a house divided on that. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Pretty good, man. I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I am great. We had a great sports cast. Lots to talk about. State of hockey, business, you know, the usual. We talked some soccer. We talked some Timberwolves. All kinds of things. Go check that out. Uh, it's a nice tight 45. It'll be great for like going to work or something or hopping on the treadmill. Whatever you like to do when you listen to podcasts. So check that out. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from so you get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. Appreciate it. We do. Best deal, right. best deal in podcasting. Definitely is. All right, guys. Don't what even do you have to listen to shitty ads for Casper mattresses. Unbelievable. But let us tell well, you about our tune favorite in, Tune in. Tune in. <laughs> tune in. MeUndies sponsorship coming next week. So here we go. Have to deal with that. All right. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? All right. I'm revisiting a classic. I'm kind of cleaning up my fridge this week. So, you know, we're, re- we're rehashing things with straight hash homie. Uh, this is my last of four and I'm enjoying it. From I Lucula. like the, uh, the pun there. Well done. Did rehashing things. Um, I'm, since I'm not a cheap pile of garbage like you, I went and got a different beer. Um, <clears throat> I'm just kidding. This is a working title from, Blackstack, I think they, the marketing department just gave up. They maybe yep. had some ideas, and they're like, we're just going to call it Working Title. It's a wheat beer from Blackstack. A wheat beer from Blackstack. It is okay. less than, it's less than 7% ABV, which is maybe an all-time low from them. I don't know if they've ever put out anything that was at 5.1. Okay. So I was like, uh, at nine ninety nine for a four-pack, going to try it. Yeah, how is it? It's pretty good. Tastes like a wheat beer. There for, you go. Banana? Is there any of the banana clove, or is that more of like I'm thinking more of a half? Yeah, no, it's not a half. It, okay. This is this is definitely like on the like lower end of of like potency for that. So again, for a All second right. for your second four pack, it's a great pickup. Perfection. All right, guys, I'm with our friends, the Nordy Winners Falling Knife, and I'm drinking their Terminally Chill West Coast IPA. Hell yeah, I had that I last week. That's the third week in the row in a row, isn't it? For that second. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And I'm disappointed that I got it. Well, no, no, did you have Jimbo? Did you have it two weeks ago? Because I had it last no. week. Oh, maybe it was you. Okay, okay, yeah. So two cool. weeks ago. All right, guys, here we go. Time for a great episode, and uh, we're gonna start with "Do We Care?" The Obi Wan official trailer dropped. How excited are you guys about this show? God, it looks good. Didn't you think it looked? I mean, it looks it looks like a movie to me. Um, I think it looks awesome. I guess it's almost easier to pick apart the things that I'm a little concerned about. So I'll just mention that, that um, although they didn't show Vader, you know what Vader looks like. They're not going to change his design. He's going to look great. I'm not worried about him. But we're probably not going to get that much of him compared to the Inquisitors, who look a little cheesy, maybe a little bit. Uh, I'm a little concerned with them, like especially the the Grand Inquisitor guy who looks like a fucking conehead, essentially, with headphones on. Um so, you know, I hope that they make him cool and his, you haven't, I haven't seen him utter a line yet, really. Right. So like 
let's see him in action and see if he's threatening and scary or if he just looks like a doof. Um, but I, dude, I'm so excited. Greatest show of all time incoming less than two weeks away. Can't wait. Uh, wish I could say I shared your enthusiasm. I'm, I'm tempering my expectations and I'm At hoping this point, that, from this trailer made you temper more. Yes. And I'm hoping that I'm proven wrong. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to go too far into it. I've, I've got some concerns with the fact that we're only getting a trailer two weeks before the show's release. You know, I, I know it's, it's a complete, it's We're apples and oranges though. It, yeah. Like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's apples and oranges, but we got a teaser trailer for the force awakens a full, like 365 days before that was released. Um, again, not quite comparable, but it makes me a little bit nervous that it wasn't on the same echelon for Disney to prioritize getting footage out to the public to consume and hype and and all that stuff and talk about it feels i realize this has to be a little bit more hush hush you know maybe in the in the television making era of these type of things um i just i feel like they have concerns like they did with solo in a way Mm. not necessarily with like the acting but like maybe the content itself didn't quite turn out the way that they thought and so they're trying to play it a little closer to the vest. That's my only concern. It's unfounded. It's completely made up in my own brain. Uh, but that's it's a it's a concern of mine. So okay. Otherwise, I'm hoping I, I would I would love to come on the podcast six weeks from the first episode and be like I was totally wrong. It is the greatest show of all time. Jimbo is the greatest podcaster of all time and the greatest <laughs> movie TV critic of all time. All right. Well, now I think that none of this is going to happen. Uh... Eric, what do you think? Did you watch it? Yeah, I think the show is going to be good, but it's not even going to be the best Star Wars show this year. Or because you're so you're still hyped on Mando. No, Ahsoka. Oh yeah, yeah. But are we getting that this year? Yeah, I don't think Probably we're getting not. that this year. You're just no, they, they, they. By the way, this isn't even one of our news items, but they did start production on that um, like this week. So kind of cool. Today that is going to be the better show. To be honest with you, can't wait for that one even more. Yeah, that one should be epic as well. But, you know, Obi's my guy. so I, I like Obi's. I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to be must-watch. I will say that the Disney Plus shows have cooled off. Like, yeah. Under- Underwhelming yeah. as of recently. Well, yeah, I think that they were all, so far only okay, and we were just so hyped on them that we were kind of glossing over stuff. And they've they've been a disappointment, dude. Let's just be honest. I would say in general they've been a disappointment. And, like, yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying them, but, like, they are decent television, not amazing television. Like I would, I would say that Wanda started off on a two episode slow foot, got significantly stronger as the season went on. Uh, Falcon was just what it was; Bad. it was okay. Um, and then Loki was fantastic. I don't think any of us. Yeah, Loki on was that. the best they've done. Well, besides Mando. Well, okay, sure, and then like. Boba was terrible except for the Mando stuff and like everything else has just been kind of underwhelming. I hope that Obi-Wan is different. It doesn't necessarily feel like that yet. Yeah, that's fair. It just kind of feels like these Disney universes are like struggling, like under the weight of like the pressure to build these incredible stories and never miss. Like it feels like they've told a lot of their good stories so far, maybe. Hmm. I'm a little worried about it. I'm still a little <laughs> concerned at this point. Um, right. 
so overall, you know, I'm I'm excited for these shows. I think Obi Wan will be good, but I I'm not sure it will be like the best show ever. Okay. Um, House of the Dragon trailer drops as well. This show I'm feeling real confident about. Oh man, yeah. And let me tell you, did you notice the song? No, it was incorporated. So. It was incorporated. There was okay. some there was some the nods Thrones. to the original. Yeah, I played the Thrones song in it. So okay. That makes me feel like this is going to still have the Thrones intro, which we def, def, we desperately need. Like, that is going to be the most electric moment of the whole year when we get the intro and we're flying over wherever and we're getting the same Thrones song. That's what I need. I hope just, so. I, I'll say this, that, like, that trailer looked a heck of a lot better than Obi's. I mean, that really felt like, okay, HBO knows how to produce, and it's it's a... Just look at what Apple TV has done. They can't. I mean, they can't produce anything. They got. We got lucky once with Severance. Um, it takes skill and time, and I just don't think Disney quite has it figured out yet. But HBO has had it on lock, and their shit. Every single fucking frame of that looked like a giant budget movie. Um, so where I wasn't that excited, I mean, I was okay. Like obviously, we're all going to watch any sequel to Game of Thrones, but um, I am now so hyped on it. I think everybody's going to lose their minds. Um, very excited for for House of the Dragon now. Couldn't couldn't it's agree like, more that like with with even like the Star Wars like Disney budget behind it, it looked a little cartoonish. Obi Wan and I again apples and oranges, completely yeah. different worlds. But just the way that like HBO captures the mood, like the the setting the characters, their face, like all of these different things. Like you said, Disney Plus doesn't quite have that down to the same science. I mean, HBO, technically, if you want to HBO, HBO Max, HBO has been making highbrow television for a long time. I mean, since the yeah. early aughts, you know, um, you know, kicking it off with The Sopranos and all the way up through a bunch of shit we've already talked about. So mm-hmm. Disney Plus is like very new to this. All they did was make movies before, and now they're trying to transition some of that to television. And so there's going to be some growing things. So I think, like you said, one looked like a high school students, like AV project, and one looks like a absolute like Hollywood masterpiece. And that's not a knock on either of them, so to speak, but you could tell which one was a little bit more professional. Yeah, I, I... I'm not going to take it that far that it looked like a high school AV project, but I mean, I'm, I'm but, I, but I know yeah, that yeah. you're trying to paint the picture, and I, I agree that they looked not as similar as I'd hoped. I think that what we, you know, my take every time is always the same. Bad Thrones is good television. Like that's the yeah. level that Thrones is at. Thrones competes against itself. When it's bad, it's bad Game of Thrones, but it is still a masterpiece for other TV shows. And the worst thing that Thrones has had going for it is that people like it so much that they have just written amazing Thrones stories on Reddit and things like that and set the bar so high that even telling a decent story can't compete with your amazing imagination. So They're like, that was an 8.5 and I am disappointed. But like if any other show had that, you'd be like fucking hyped. Yeah. Yes. That's what I think is crazy about Thrones. So I, I can't wait for this to come back. We have waited for so long. I'm not sure this is the story that I would have wanted them to tell, but that's okay because it's going to be really cool. And I loved that they had the nod to all the other houses. So they were obviously showing all the other houses, even in this, 
it's still going to be a Game of Thrones. It's still going to be a political battle with backstabbing and plotting and all kinds of stuff. And it's going to be just like Thrones. There's going to be all kinds of backstabbing moments and, you know, shocking twists and crazy deaths that you could never see happening. And it's going to be the best show on TV. And we're all going to be obsessed. You, you've, Who's like, the most famous cast member? Matt Smith, maybe? Yeah, definitely. No then he dies. Know. Then he dies season one, right? <laughs> he, he gets Sean Unexpectedly. Bean. That's my new, yeah, he's going to get Sean Bean, dude. Um, I think um, I think one of the things that we forget about Thrones is like characters like Jack Gleason, who played Joffrey, were so well acted to the point where like you wanted, like if you saw him in real life, you'd be like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Like, yeah, like that's the level of the face. He sucks. And I can't wait. I can't wait until maybe they recreate that magic with different characters. I'm excited to meet the new characters in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones or in House of the Dragon. Like, I, I it's, yeah. it's very exciting. I can't even wait for it. Honestly, like, Battle of the Bastards, I don't know if I've ever been more stressed out about a television show than I was for that. No, and not even close. I was so stressed. And, like, Joffrey's death, I, I have never been more bloodthirsty in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they've got to kill him. And it's got to be painful. Like, it was just... It was so intense. It was such a good show. I can't wait for more. And this looks like Thrones back at its best. And without some of the people who may have, um, you know, ran out of creative juices down the stretch last time. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. We obviously can. Um, all right. Lots of things What's to talk next? about. Next up, we have Jackass coming to Paramount Plus, a new Jackass television show and Jackass 4.5. Both coming to Paramount. Oh, really? So 4.5, so like deleted scenes and shit, stuff that didn't make the movie cut? Yeah, so the last couple of movies, they've done like a first things cut kind of movie with a bunch of extra things. So it's like a it's like a worse version of the Jackass. Right. But they're always Probably a couple good skits. I'm excited. I think that they, they did a good job of trying to introduce new young Jackassians in this. Yeah. And I'm guessing that in this series those guys will definitely take a center stage. Like there was like that woman that got stung in the she lips with the scorpion. She'll be on. Um, there's like that big fat guy with all the tattoos that rolled down the, the cactus. Poopies will be on it for sure. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Bring it on. I'll probably try to watch it. He is so like must see, but I enjoyed I the movie. I love Jackass four. I loved Jackass four. I love the show. I can't wait for more Jackass. Even again, like I said, takes just gonna go with the same take. Bad jackass is still good TV. <laughs> <laughs> They're only competing with themselves. They're literally only competing with themselves. According to Steve O, Poopies is baroque. So, so he needs to work. No, so they're hoping they're hoping that like the TV show and stuff like that will bring because he got paid for this because he's only like a first year actor or whatever, like two years ago. Like sixty grand, that's it. That's all he made. There's no royalties yeah. for him. Like as far as like the Screen Actors Guild goes, he doesn't he doesn't have any of the leverage that you know more senior members and and that kind of thing have. So like he just so I'm guessing that I'm hoping that like the producers and Jeff Tremaine and whatever are like let's get some of these other like lower cast members some more money by doing some additional things you know that can maybe propel them into you know a level of you know financial comfortability. So. I, I love that you're so concerned with poopies. 
Dude, Poopies was the he's mayor. Terrible. He was he the best. He's the best person in the whole movie. So yeah, can't wait for that. Can't wait. Uh, Jackass 4.5 and uh, the new Jackass movie are both going to be amazing. Um, how about this? Avatar trailer dropped. Yeah, I feel like I need to apologize maybe for this because I have been saying that like everybody who's ever doubted James Cameron has been wrong. Like, you know... I can't believe he's going to make like a three hour Titanic movie and everybody knows what's going to happen at the end. What an idiot. And then it's like the biggest movie ever. And, you know, I can't believe he's going to step in and try to make a sequel to one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever. And he kills it with aliens. Um, He's brilliant. And then Avatar itself, like what the fuck is he doing with some alien mocap movie using technology? He's trying to invent technology. And it was the, the, you know, now I think the third highest grossing movie ever, but they are really taking a bet on this, on on the like making like three more, four more movies all at once. Um, and then I watched this trailer and I'm like, I can't even tell the difference between this and the original movie. It looks like more like, like footage pieced together from the original movie. Did you guys watch this trailer for Avatar, The Way of I Water? Did. The Way of Water. What did you think? Um, I think Sam Worthington's voice is more annoying than ever. Uh-oh. Yeah, he is not a star. Um, he they try they tried to force him on us for a good chunk of the late twenty or like the early two thousand tens. Yeah, right in there. Um, I will say, like Avatar one in three D in the theater was fucking incredible. It was, was great, mind blowingly good. Now we're like twelve years later, and we're just getting back there, and. It's probably not going to be in 3D. Maybe IMAX will be cool. Um, I don't care about these characters anymore. Like the the mm-hmm. ship sailed. I yeah. I I don't know. Like what else? Okay, yeah, they blew up the tree, and maybe they're the trees in the water now, and now they're going to be like floating underwater. I don't know. And now they have like Navi like as part of the military. Like they get like half Navi, half human kids. Um, I think it's like 14 years later. Since the original, no, I'm saying one. like the, the 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 military people yeah. have Navi as part of like the military now, killing other Navi, right? So oh yeah, of course. It's like you know, black on black crime, you know, and sure. which is like I just don't, I don't care about Jake, I don't care about the girl, Sigourney Weaver bit the bullet, um, the Tree of Life, all that stuff. Like introducing me to the world was cool. I don't care what's underneath the water at yeah. all. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't understand the point of this. I hope it's. I hope it's. Eric's still like rubbing blowing. his forehead. Like like his skin's gonna come off because he. I just don't. I haven't watched this movie, and like you guys are not making me want to watch the first one. You've never even seen the first one at all. No. Why would I watch oh it? God. Oh my god! You have a three, don't, you have a three, don't you have a three D TV? Isn't this shit just a rip off of Fern Gully? <laughs> it, or Pocahontas, yeah, or Dances with Wolves, or don't you yeah, have a three D TV though, Eric? This is this is the movie that you would watch on the three D TV. If okay, anything, you're right, you're right, you're right. I should do that if I can figure you out how to watch something in three D on my TV. <laughs> I don't even know how to do. It. Can you even rent three D? Yeah, you no, I don't, I think don't so. know. I don't even know. I'm sure That's Amazon great. will sell it to you for ten bucks. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give this a shot. All right, uh, Love, Death, and Robots season three trailer, and uh, Fincher is directing an episode. Even yeah, this all the, so this is just the way Netflix does things. 
we knew Love, Death, and Robots was making a third season. Uh, we found out, like, yesterday that there's a trailer. It It's completely meaningless because they're all yep. anthologies and you don't know anything. But the cool part was that they announced that David Fincher was going to be directing uh, one of the episodes. Which one it is? Who knows? We'll find out soon enough. As soon as uh, as soon as it all drops. So I think it's and I think it's cool. The entire season in two in two hours or under two hours. Not right? even. Yeah, like it's yeah. A, it's a tight seventy one minutes like, yeah, for the, the whole, whole season. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. It'll be cool. Yeah, Fincher's a big deal. He's kind of got that Netflix deal. It makes sense that he did one for him. He's still trying to make like Mindhunter or something, which is just such a boring show. But boring. Anyways. All right. Uh, well, what about this? Um, Westworld season four trailer dropped. <laughs> I can't believe this show still exists. Um, I'll tell you what. I watched this trailer and I'm like, if this was. If I had never, if I knew nothing about this world, if this was a brand new show, I would be hyped again. I'm like, look at these fucking rope. Look at the chick's face opened up and bees came out. This is unbelievably cool. What is this? But I know I'm not going to be tricked again. It's already lost all interest in Steam. Um, they blew it already. So I, this has to be the last season, isn't it? This remember, is going to be an expensive ass show, and HBO doesn't fuck up. Remember when we stuck around with season two way longer than we should have, and then we we're like, all right. We'll give season three, like, one episode. I think each of us made it, like, 30 minutes into the first yeah. episode and never watched another minute of it Remember again. Remember the part where the guy was, like, wearing glasses? The glasses, yeah. yes. The glasses, yeah. and he, like, couldn't yeah. see, and then he was getting the shit beat out of him, and he's like, take he the, the glasses pool. off. And he died in the pool? Yeah. That was maybe the most cringy, poor, most poorly written staged scene I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, the show blows. Uh, it's too bad what happened to it. Season don't one care. was so cool. I don't know if I can think of too many shows that had a better season one that weren't just a one season show. Like right. I was so in. And even when they announced that there were more worlds, I was like, I can't wait to explore these worlds. And then as soon as they did, I was like, oh, they, they didn't have a plan. <laughs> That's exactly No, they didn't. It. No, 100%. Yeah. They teased, they were teasing the hell out of like the samurai world. Uh, I think we were there. They for, had like, one bad episode in it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And they were like, "Do you want to come with us?" And the samurai people were like, "Nah, I think we're all set. I think we're good." <laughs> and as viewers were like, "Yeah, I think we're good." Yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind of agree with the samurai. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. I think they just blew it with the show. They they have to know it. They tried to bring in the dude from Breaking Bad to save it. That didn't help either. Has he ever done anything else? No, he's no, no. good otherwise. Who has more of a typecast uh, um, can't get another role that will ever work for them ever again? Is it uh, him? What's his name? Aaron Paul? Yes. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, um, Harry Potter, or Malcolm in the Middle? (laughs) It had to be Malcolm in the Middle, I'd say. I mean, just as far as having fallen off the steepest cliff of all time, (laughs) Frankie Muniz wins. (laughs) Same. They're all the same to me. All right. Yeah, Somehow you funny. tied two of those characters to Brian Cranston, so that's a little weird. I that's did. actually impressive. That's Brian a curse Cranston to work for that is dude. Death sentence. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Amanda Waller is getting her own Peacemaker spinoff. It sounds like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it was Viola Davis, right? Yeah. She's a pretty big name actress. So yeah, they're spinning off. You know, they're trying to like make more and more from the success of Suicide Squad. So. 
Peacemaker was good. I liked it. I don't think it was like perfect, but it was definitely good TV. And it was, it was good really, really funny at sometimes. Um, so they're spinning her off and she's going to get an HBO show now too for, for her kind of like shadowy, I'll do anything for the greater good, including really horrible things to individual people. Um, yeah, it should be good. I don't know. Um, I hope it's like, I just can't, her, her character is so, uh, straight laced and like serious that the suicide squad was good because it was funny. Peacemaker was good because it was funny. This, I don't see how it can be, like, slapsticky. So, I don't know. Well, I think also, the whole she's, ver- she's just very, like, one-tone, one-dimensional, right? It's yeah. Just, like, kind of this For all the characters that- to pick to spin off, it's like, I get that she's, you know, the biggest pedigree of an actress or actor on the show. So, that's a good get, you know, in that way. But her character is so, like, matter-of-fact and robotic that I, I don't know. I don't see how it works, but... They're doing I mean, good stuff. I mean, DC, maybe, the only good stuff they're doing is this this peacemaker shit. So maybe it'd be cool it. if if it's like uh, I'm not going to say like Game of Thrones, but like some like back channel politicking, you know, discussions with like these dark, you know, off the grid individuals to see through some shadow ops of like the U.S. government kind of thing i don't know that i'm reaching here yeah. but maybe that's that's some the political intrigue there possibly right less comic booky uh with like some comic book you know color kind of at the at yeah. the end but it's more about like her wheelings and dealings and um doesn't it now feel like a, a cbs show though i when you describe it like that <laughs> i would say maybe abc even like not yeah, even cbs where there's like good advertising <laughs> I don't know. All right, talking about a show uh, that is amazing and is coming back. It's I think you should leave. It's getting season three. Let's go. I don't know if there was something that made me laugh harder than a few of the sketches from I think you should leave. Season yeah. two is better than season one. It's must watch TV. I think uh, a couple of them were like some of the funniest things I've seen on TV. And I think you said it perfectly, right? Because you're like, a couple of them were must-watch, can't-miss, funniest shit ever. And some of them were super dumb, you know? And that's okay. That's how sketch comedy is. People that, like, only watch, like, that don't watch SNL consistently and turn it on, you're like, dude, there was, like, five skits that weren't funny at all. Just cringy. I'm like, you don't watch sketch comedy, I guess. That's fine. And that's cool. My hand is in the air. You're in it for the gems, baby. You're in it for diamond mining, you know? And, dude... I think you should leave. You've had some absolute hitters oh, in there. It really did. So I'm excited about this. This is one thing that Netflix does have going for it that I am excited to watch. There you go. Might have to keep it just for that. All what's, right. Uh, and then the, there's a real quick. Sorry, Jimbo. What's our other show that we like from the documentary guy that does the like American New- Vandal? No, no. Like the the New York City guy who just films like all sorts of random stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, how to with, with how John to. Wilson. I feel like how to yeah. with John Wilson is much better than I think you should leave. Yeah. Uh, personally, um, I'm definitely in that category that Jimbo described of like you don't watch sketch comedy all the time, so you feel like a lot of this is dumb. Uh, I did on rewatch, I did find like a few of them like kind of funny. Like the hat, the hat one was pretty good with like the courtroom. The hat one was just a 10 out of 10, but it just went, <laughs> it went too long. Like, and that's where I was like, okay, God almighty, end this thing already. Anyway. (laughs) Both great shows. 
All right, next up, guys, Moon Knight possibly getting a season two, and that leads us directly into Hot Rex and Not Rex this week, Moon Knight season finale. I think it was the best episode of it. I liked the last half of the last episode, but I don't know if it was enough to to save it. I, I think in the end, it really drug down and got got kind of slow. Um, I lost some interest. I think in the end, it the show, whole sh- series was maybe like a B minus, unfortunately. Yeah, kind of I'm kind of tight, like trying to decide if it was a B minus or a B. I think I'd probably say a B minus, which means yeah. I should watch it, and I'm glad that I yeah. watched it. Happy right. I watched it, mostly enjoyed it, but it wasn't it wasn't amazing. It was right. pretty much like Oscar Isaac doing the most with not a very great story. Yeah, I I agree, and I I, I feel like um, Ethan Hawke is like a very big get, like he is amazing, and I just don't know if they didn't quite know what to do with him, because he was very bland in the end. Oh, my gosh. They didn't have any idea what to do with him. Yeah. He was, yeah. like, might have been my least favorite part of the show. And when it first started, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to be legendary. Right. Yeah, when it was – I loved the first episode because it was like, this is all potential. This is going to be so cool. And then the more you learned about the things that were mysterious, the lamer they were. So, yeah, um, yeah I didn't really love it. Uh, kind of disappointing, but I think it's still, you know, it's still worth watching. It wasn't long. It was like probably four hours total, maybe. When you're... I was gonna say see- one, go ahead, Eric. You go ahead and finish I'm gonna your say thought. My, my favorite part was and what my least favorite part was, and they were very similar. My favorite part was when he didn't know that there was another person, but he kept waking up and having just like done horrible violence. And so yeah. that unknown part, I was so in like i was like wow this is incredible television i have so many questions and then they quickly explained it all to me and then the two different sides of him became like friends and adversaries or something you know like yeah mark and steven yeah yeah i just then then i was then that was the worst part of the show did you guys stick through the end credits and watch the post credit scenes yes of the final episode that was pretty cool that was cool they introduced the third guy yeah it was pretty good so I liked that. Um, I think it, you know, out of all the stuff we've watched, Loki needs a second season. This actually could benefit from a second season. Like when the Moon Knight was in his outfit and he was like doing his cape out and it looked like the moon and he was jumping on people and fucking them up. That was good action. That was really cool. There was like maybe 45 seconds of that in the entire series. There just wasn't very much fighting. And like every time that there was fighting, I was pretty into it. But it just didn't happen enough. And, like, a lot of times... Real quick, I just... Oh, maybe you were going to say this. A lot of times, like, the cool fighting took place off screen. Yes. I was was fine with that for the most part. But, like... Yeah, but initially, initially you're okay with, like, okay, we're figuring out this story. But then it's like, okay, you you have to show us something. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see the third character's Moon Knight outfit. Since the two characters we have got different looking ones... That that alone should be a season three or yeah. season two, so we can see what that looks like. I'm gonna go yeah, with I mean, a super unpopular take. I don't care about the third Steven. Um, I don't think this character has any real benefit to the greater Marvel universe. Um yeah. I think when your season finale episode is the shortest one of the season, you've got severe problems in storytelling. Um, I think Oscar Isaac, as Eric mentioned, carried the bulk of the series. 
overall it was a snooze fest for me. I thought episode five was fantastic when it was in the mental hospital um, and him having to kind of play, you know, it was almost like multiplicity, you know, with Michael mm-hmm. Keaton where he's, you know, interacting with himself, but not as himself. And I thought that was great. I thought that was brilliant TV. I said that, but I think overall yeah. this series, um, if this wasn't from Marvel, if this was from DC, this would be a F plus overall. Ooh. I think, I think, wow. no, but I really think if we're, if we're grading on the same scale of like criticality uh, from the two separate studios, this is a huge miss. And I don't, I don't think Marvel cares. I don't, but I don't think that anyone else cares necessarily about this character in particular in the overall realm of mm-hmm. the Marvel franchise. I think it was a cool uh, shot. Um, like you said, Jimbo, we got him in the suit fighting for literally less than a minute in the entire six episode run. Um, you couldn't watch the, the finale in the daytime because everything was so stupidly dark. Um, I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand true. half the shit that happened in the finale of like, why, why did, why did they do that? What is that? What is, what, how does that work? Um, maybe you had to read all the comics to understand, but it didn't make sense to me. I think this is a huge miss. This is like a D plus for me. Damn. Well, Hey, I, I like the strong opinion. I do too. All right. Uh, what about the finale of winning time? I love it. What a great show. I enjoyed it. I think the finale was maybe like not their best episode, but as a whole, I really, really enjoyed the series. I hope they make more. I don't know. Cause I, now I want to see these characters kind of like lose a little bit and see how they deal with that. Um, did you guys like this? I mean, John C. Riley is just so fucking magnetic. I haven't watched the finale yet, but I've obviously we've talked about this, you know, several times so far. I love this series. Yeah. Eric, you didn't get a chance to watch any of this, right? You're too busy with lacrosse, right? This, um, I was going to watch it, but then Jerry West said that this was an assassination of his character. And I said, not for me. <laughs> God, it's like, bad. I'm Team West. That was Team West. Eric, wait, or Ryan, wait till you watch the finale and just like Jerry West is so unbearable in it. Whatever that actor is, like, it's just he tries to be so funny with his like cartoonish fuck yeah. shit. God, fucking, da, da, da. It's just like obnoxious. But, anyways. I really enjoyed it. I want him to make more. Um, it was very, very entertaining. All, all due respect to Jerry West, but now because he like filed a lawsuit and made a huge fucking deal out of it when he's like a multimillionaire, I hope they make him even worse in season two. Like just, yeah, just to keep it going. But keep it going. Good show though. It's a it's a hot wreck for sure. Okay, what about the staircase? Staircase just dropped on HBO. Um, it's got Colin Firth. And Tony Collette, pretty big names. And then I, I don't even know. Should I know her name? Sansa Stark is an actress. Uh, Maybe she doesn't deserve for us to know her name yet. But you know who we're talking Sansa about. Stark? Sansa Stark. Okay. Uh, she's married to one of the Jonas Brothers. Who gives a fuck, right? But we all can picture her. So she's in it. And I think that they're they're adding more Piper, Piper Parabu, whatever the fuck her name is. She's in it. Anyways. Um, it's got a good cast and this story is true and it's so crazy. I watched, I think it was a Netflix document, uh, documentary, like five, four years ago, three years ago, something, um, of this case where like this pretty famous writer in North Carolina called the police because his wife had fallen down the stairs, but then the cops get there and it looks like she's been absolutely beat to hell, like blood everywhere. And it's like, so, you know, it's, it's. 
his defense of, yeah, she fell down like this and this in a certain way. And that's how the blood happened versus the cops being like, this is what happened. And then, oh my God, they peel back the layers on this dude's life. And it's just like, so sus. This dude is sus as hell. So anyways, I enjoyed it as a documentary. It was too long. Like most documentary series are this drama series is perfect. Just watch this. I'm loving it. I watched all three episodes that they dropped, I think, just a couple days ago already. Um, they dropped three episodes as a premiere. Dude, it's a hot wreck. Love this shit. Okay. The Staircase on One, HBO Max. I thought that the Staircase like documentary was pretty graphic, if I remember. Oh, it's it's gross, but like all the, you know, like all the autopsy terrible. stuff was like public knowledge and, you know, public record. So to really grasp what the fuck happened, they kind of had to show like these photos. So they did. It reminds me of the time that uh, Tyler of Winterfell thought it would be a good idea to play us the Dr. Death podcast. <laughs> when we were all hung over trying to drive back. Yeah. Like you were like, fucking hours. You were sick. You were like, no, no. You look, was, you look over. I'm just like green sweating. and pale. Like I was like sweating from the stories. And then they're like, and then so much blood came out that it was filling up rags. And I was like about to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow like the audio of it was grosser than seeing like special effects on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I had to step out of the car. Let's say that. Yeah, we struggled. Um, all right. Well, well, what about real quick? Sorry. No, since you no. didn't ask my opinion. Uh, Sophie Turner is the Game of Thrones actress that you were looking for, okay. uh, but I didn't want to interrupt. Sophie Turner, yeah. Um, also known as what was her X Men character? I can't remember. Jean Grey, is that who she I was? Guess. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I think it was like right around pandemic time, or right before we had been watching the absolute piss out of Netflix fucked up. XYZ documentary shit and yeah. true crime stuff. True crime. We making had, a murderer had dropped, and then everybody was like, "What's the next making a murderer?" Because I was so electric. well. It all was like the serial podcast, right? And then making a murderer mm-hmm. dropped, and like all this shit happened. Then we were watching the I forget the name of the thing, Undiscovered Country or whatever it was, um, with the shaman in Washington State with the fucked up like wild sex, country, wild that was wild good country. Too. Yeah, the, the sex cult yep. thing. And then, like, it got to, like, The Staircase was the next big one that was, like, trending on Netflix. And I was like, I'm kind of tapped out on this shit. Like, this is, it's getting a little heavy. I'm kind of hating it. And um, I I don't know. I think, based on what you said, Jimbo, I'll probably watch the series, but not watch the documentary and be better for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the facts of the case are the craziest part. And you could get all the facts of the case sprinkled in to 10 fucking hours of documentary or you can get them delivered in electric fucking drama moments with tony collette so i go with that because it's been so far it's been like very factual cool love it all right speaking of electric barry season three three episodes down how must watch is this must as must as must must, can be the mustest brilliant (laughs) the mustest it's so good, dude. It's so good. It's got everything. It's it's literally laugh out loud funny at times, but it could it could never have another funny moment ever in the rest of the show, and it would still be must-watch for the story, the drama, the acting, the big kind of scary moments, um, edge-of-your-seat type of shit. It's, it's got everything, man. It can go from laugh out loud to, like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Like, 
yeah. in the snap of a finger. And, and Noho Hank is an absolute star. Gem. Um, he's so good. So just great characters. I, it's, Eric, it's, I think that's also HBO, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's the best it's ever been. And that is not hyperbole. It is mm-hmm. like Henry Winkler is the best he's ever been in anything. I would say Bill Hader's the best he's ever been in anything. Um, I guess you haven't watched Happy Days. <laughs> Oh, it's better than Happy Days, because that show just it's good, man. jumped the shark. No, and in all seriousness, it's it's intense, it's scary, it's funny. Like the whole fucking thing is just it's turning into a masterpiece. All right, Ryan. Sometimes I have to lean on you because you just know more things than I do. You're wiser. You've been around longer. In the in the moment, what did people think of the jumping the shark thing? Well, considering I don't think I was alive. Uh, for that, but <laughs> when I watched, the imagine replay, what it'd be like. When I watched the replays on my grandma's TV that had three channels, um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know about the. Fun. I didn't. I honestly didn't know about the jumping of the shark moment until Bill Simmons uh, brought it up on like either one of his like early articles on page two of ESPN or. Maybe his, his early podcast days. That was the first I'd ever heard of it. All right, guys. I finished one of the big shows on TV. I finished Ozark. Yeah. Interesting. And I was going to ask you. I really thoroughly enjoyed season four. Just both parts of it. Um, okay. After season three was like good, but like pretty hard to watch. I thought season four was really good. By hard to okay. watch, do you mean fucking boring? No. Like I thought it got like really like dark to a point where it wasn't enjoyable. Oh yeah. You enjoyed the brother and sister talking around a campfire for fucking six hours of the eight. <laughs> all of the, all of the stuff with the brother was a problem to me. Um, so season Still four, is, I, thought was, I thought was really good. I really enjoyed it, but I will tell you guys without spoiling anything, I don't think it was a bad ending, but I didn't really like the ending. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to know anything about it. Cause I do think I'll probably end up, going and finishing it. I don't know for sure, but I've heard people on social media that I don't know if I even trust their opinions or not, but they're like, the ending of Ozark was bullshit. I hated it. And I'm like, damn, I mean, at least it's controversial. It was controversial. Like it wasn't, I don't think it was bad. I just didn't really find myself liking it. Like I kind of was like, okay. So there's this phenomenon with Mm. shows that have kind of run their course where it all it feels like maybe like Dexter fell into this, uh, True Blood. Like th- it falls into this category of like the writers know that the end is coming, right? They, they're not renewed for a fifth season, so they try to like do something that's not expected, and they turn the show on its head. And we want to leave our mark on this, and sometimes it just sucks. Like it's just it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't land and the audience is like mm-hmm. very confused or let down. And maybe Ozark kind of fell into that trap a little bit of we thought we were going to get one more season. So fuck it. Let's shoot for the moon and see what happens. Because what the hell do we care? I don't think, like I said, I don't think that the ending was bad. I don't think it was a bad ending. I just was like, I just don't think I personally liked it. And like, yeah. I'm not trying to give anything away, so I'm not going to say more. But, like, that's as much spoilery as I'm willing to get. 
I didn't really like the ending, but I don't think it was a bad ending. Can I just ask you something? Yeah. Early on in season four, yeah, I felt like they the whole bird family crashed in some fiery fucking minivan crash and died or something. Yeah, that happens again. You'll see it again. Then they just didn't talk about it for like four episodes, and I quit that watching. Like, and so I'm like, did that was that a dream? It was in the. It happens in the show like, later. Okay, later all right. On. Say no more. That's fine. I think I probably will watch it. But now we got some good TV finally coming Overall, up. Overall, I liked Ozark, period. Like, I, I thought that, yeah. like, most of Ozark was really good television and that it got a little just, like, dark and maybe boring in the middle. I kind of want to see Jason Bateman make another show. Me like, too. I want him to ex- executive produce and star in something that maybe has a little more humor to it. Um, but it's still, like, he's great with the drama, too. So, like, I just want to see what he does next. I'm glad this is over with, to be honest. I think that, like... I think that he had a hit with Ozark and I think that Ozark is not his best work that it won't be his best work, but it was good. He kind of blew it with that one show that we all loved at first and then it got bad. Yeah. With the demon that takes people's bodies over and stuff. Yeah. That was a one and done season. No one's calling for season two of that. I promise. And so what is he going to do after those two shows? Like he's close, but I just don't, he hasn't quite hit it perfectly yet. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, guys, it's time to move on to our rewatch. Ooh. Ryan, what do you got? Are you you got something or Ryan, you have something? I did. Um, but I think it's time to move on to the rewatch. So let's uh let's okay. carry on. I apologize for raising my hand. Let's move forward. All right, so here we go. Um with great power comes great rewatchability. That's a great title. Here we go. Spider Man three. Um, I don't really know where to start with Spider-Man. This movie... I think I just... Dunk. I think I just come on it. This movie was offensive. (laughs) This movie was so bad it was offensive. Okay? I don't know where else to go. I don't know that I've seen many movies ever that were... terrible. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie as bad as this movie. That's how bad I think it might have been. I... (laughs) I couldn't agree more. And let me just say, I want one thing I want to say. I was texting you guys last night. I had watched this the previous night, and I went back to rewatch some scenes that I thought, like, okay, let me let me give these a second viewing. Maybe I misinterpreted what was going on. Maybe there was some additional context I missed. Nope. Uh, I was dead on. Yeah. This movie fucking sucks. So here, I'm just going to go through some sucks. I don't want to go detail by detail because this movie was so fucking helter-skelter that I couldn't even do. So this movie starts with, it doesn't know where it wants to go. It has Harry, is his name Harry? Harry. Yeah, Harry Osborne. Is, yep. He wants to kill Peter now. He's so mad about Peter. It has Mary Jane, who is now on Broadway, but she yep. sucks. But she sucks. That was a surprise, Harry. I guess. Peter is so wrapped up in himself. He's an egomaniac now. Um, Aunt May is literally a thousand. She's one million years old. Uh, then you have the Sandman. They introduce the Sandman. Give him a nice little backstory. Who is on the run and he's in jail. Did he kill Peter's uncle Ben? Yeah, but they, the no, but they don't even that. bring that up until an hour and a half into the movie. Yep. And then also he's on a date with Mary Jane laying on a spider web 
and then here comes the symbiote, which should have been set up for like four movies, and literally it all and happens. And it just him. happens to land directly next to him when he's in the park. That's one thing that I that like. I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, all right, the coincidences are getting over the top. That the fact that every single supervillain Peter knows directly in his life. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, at least this guy that broke out of prison has nothing to do with with Peter, and he's just got to stop him. Nope, he's the guy that turns out he killed Uncle Ben. So, of course, he's tied in. I feel like when they sat down for this, they were like, all right, we're going to bring in the symbiote, all right? It's going to be so crazy. And then they're like, well, what's it going to look like? And they're like, evil flubber. Yeah. <laughs> Black flubber. It's Flubber was very hot at the time. Makes sense. It is so terrible. It's literally just atrocious. Um, and then in this movie... I don't know if I've ever seen a more unhealthy relationship that I hated more than the relationship with Mary Jane and Peter. Both of them are cheating on each other constantly. Yeah. They are in the most unhealthy relationship ever, but he thinks he <laughs> needs to propose. What's up with the weird sexual tension with the really skinny neighbor girl? Yeah. Yeah. The Russian. Not, not a fan of that, but we have to talk about the greatest 30 minutes in movie history. When Peter gets the symbiote, and then he literally looks in the mirror, pushes his hair halfway down his head, and becomes yes. sexy Peter. <laughs> Emo sexy Peter, yes. Uh, this is the actual worst part of a movie that I've ever yeah. seen in my whole entire life. No one has ever been more out of touch making movies than the director, the writer, and the actor, Peter. What's yeah. his name? <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. The combo of those three were the most out of touch people in movie well, history. I think I think yeah. Toby Maguire was probably like thirty at the time, or close to thirty at the time of Spider Man Three. This shit is unforgivable. He is yeah. walking around the streets how I would imagine a Michael Bublé music video would go: finger gunning women, finger and they're swooning. Women, they love it. Them, dancing around with the worst dance moves, cha 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 dance moves. Like, the worst shit I've ever seen. And then he's calling them, like, okay, whatever you say, hot legs. Sugar tits. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? What the fuck was this? So this whole thing happens. He goes and gets a change of outfits, and he's dancing. It's it's not funny. I think they were trying to make him into a sex symbol, but he's so fucking gross and hideous that it doesn't work well, at all. So let's just, so ugly. let's just... And by the way, he just, like, is it out of shape by this time. Like, they just never could show him without his shirt off because Toby, I think, made zero effort to be in shape for this movie. Well, and, yeah. and here's the other thing. So Spider-Man one hit, and I think Toby's fame was, like, just kind of starting, right? And then Spider-Man 2, I think, at the time, was very critically acclaimed. And... Toby was going to be like the next it guy and he was going to be up for all these movie roles. I think he did Seabiscuit, um, which is a horrible fucking decision. But all of that aside, yeah. um, I think he felt by the time Spider-Man three rolled around, his shit didn't stink at all and that he could do whatever he wanted. And so maybe there was that like intrinsic, like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. This is the last one. Not doing fucking another yeah. one. I'm going to do the bare minimum which shows on screen with every fucking word that he says. Um, like the whole, like the door doesn't work. The, the landlord guy turning into like all of a sudden, like, Oh, I support him. Like he's in trouble. 
And Aunt May, like you said, being 195 years old, the retconning of Uncle Ben, like everything in this. What about Harry? Like Topher Grace, casting Topher Grace. Like, uh, you can't go through everything in the movie right now. We've got to go. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I thought I was like rehashing some of the things that you had already said. Just shit that sucked. So, So we have this scene early on where Harry attacks Peter and he says, Peter, you had to know this was coming. And then they have a fight through the cities where both of them would have died eight times. At one point, uh, what is his name again? I, I just said it. Harry? Uh, Harry. Harry is holding Peter, and Peter is just bashing his head on a brick building at about 70 miles an hour so many times. He throws him completely through two windows, and Peter somehow has the wherewithal to try to grab an engagement ring. He's worried about the ring. Yeah. You know that they're both like super powered individuals, right? So like, sure, but then then at about about eighty miles an hour, Harry uh, gets clotheslined by a spider web, hits his head on a pipe so hard that he brutally dents the pipe, and then falls to his back from about seventy five feet, and like and and they they made a big point of like the ting. So so then he like he's not dead. But he comes back and he has amnesia, which is the ins- most insane part. And yeah, he, insane, and by the way, this insane is and lazy. James, this is the worst acting is James Franco, like with amnesia, with the big doofy smiles and is like, I love the pie. Yeah. Like, I can't believe how bad that and, performance and was. And Jibbo, let's just, let's also not forgive the laziness of the writing of being like, well, let's have him hit his head and give him amnesia. Like, that's so, like, what a fucking worthless. Works way to to treat the between that and the retconning of of ben and then the symbiote happening happening to land right next to peter um alien contact happens and it happens next to Peter. i mean there's just the coincidences and the writing were so silly i will say that like when i watched this with my kids and they loved it okay because it's like super silly super cartoony um they enjoyed it when Harry comes back and he helps defeat the Sandman and Venom at the end, my kids loved that. Like they were like cheering and shit. So like that kind of worked, I think for most audiences, I enjoyed that part. And then he dies, which was nice as well. Cause he sucked. Okay. So I'm going to go through the last couple pieces that just did not work at all. Okay. So one of them is that he goes to the jazz club with Bryce Dallas Howard. Holy smokes. That is as bad of a movie as I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He goes there. She's like, oh, my God, doesn't your ex work here? And he's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, sweet legs. Get us a table, a good one. He gives her fucking money and calls her some name like that. They go sit down. He doesn't care that his ex is there. Then she starts singing on stage. She looks over. He goes, hold on a minute. She looks over, and he's on the fucking piano. We didn't never establish that he knew how to play. Dude, he's piano. doing the he's Not doing the goose power. from Top Gun, like playing like great balls of fire and like singing all of a sudden. This is the worst moment in movie history. I yeah. think it was so fucking bad. So that well, was unbearable. Eric, and, Eric I don't know if that was the worst moment because it carried on for a good three minutes. So I think it was maybe some of the worst three minutes of film history, very easily. Okay. Then Topher Grace is in this movie, and he sucks, period. But let's just, I have a question for you guys. So if you guys remember, uh, the symbiote uh, connected itself to Peter for quite a long time in the movie, and he became sexy, right? And, like, he was sexy Peter. 
think but he became like he, himself, he became like overconfident Peter. I don't know if that was sexy. Well, mm-hmm. he was the women were all swooning. Over yeah. Then 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 it attaches itself to Topher Grace and he instantly gets pointy teeth. <laughs> yeah, he was human <laughs> teeth change. Why? Why did his teeth change? Why did he suddenly have like pointy sharp teeth? I did and, like understand. narrow like slitty eyes and stuff. Like, yeah. It... I couldn't believe it. All of that stuff was atrocious. They never really fought even. There was never really a fight between them. All that would happen is is that Venom would shoot these like weird Venom webs. They'd instantly get both of Peter's wrists. And then he would just do something horribly violent to Peter and everyone would like, they'd instantly cut to the news and the news would be like, is this the end of Spider-Man? He's actually currently being bashed with a pipe. Like (laughs) what? This shit was nuts. I couldn't stand this movie. Um, I gave the first movie, I think a 70. And how about, how about every time that like Venom wanted to talk to, or Eddie wanted to talk to, uh, you know, Peter or Spider-Man, it was like, or Sandman. Like, and then like the ha- the thing would like peel back off his face and you'd be like, What's up, Peter? I bet you didn't forget about me. And you're like, Oh my god, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Then he tells like bad jokes. Yeah, like, like dude, oh my god. Idea. And like they spent so much money on the CG to like pull the venom thing off of like the venom mask like off of his Only face. Only to show a doofy ass looking Topher Grace Eric underneath. I mean, from that 70s show. Like, what a fucking miss. Right. What an absolute fucking miss. The show is a train wreck. So, before we rate it, Harry dies at the end. They have a funeral. And then the most toxic relationship ever with clout chasing Mary Jane. They get back together and that's it. That's it. They just say, okay, we're together. And that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was unbearable. Um, oh, who was the, who was the other gal? You guys are gonna hate my. Sport. What was her name on the sh- on the in the movie? Bryce Dallas Howard's character, Gwen. Um, Gwen Stacy. Who was like girl Spider Man? Well, in other instances, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So let's rate it. I rated the first one a seventy eight and the second one a seventy six. James, you were higher on both of those. Like in oh, the nineties, yeah. I'm higher on all of these. I promise. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go first, and you guys can destroy it. So, Spider-Man 2002, the first one, I gave it 89. Um, I actually gave Spider-Man 2 an 87. I thought I was going to give it a little bit more. And this, entertaining, memorable, 79. What? What? Way too high. <laughs> With horribly Way too high. Scenes, Way it's too a high. comic book movie, dude. Can they not be silly and goofy sometimes? Like, they all have to be fucking... Logan, how how rewatchable is Logan? How many times have you re- gone back to that? Okay, when's the next time you're going to watch Spider-Man 3? I don't never know. Fucking how long never fucking this podcast. Never. You're never going to watch that again. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I mean, I'll, okay, I'm going to go I think some of the CG was pretty cool. Um I'm reaching here for positives. Uh the story overall was atrocious. The most unforgivable scene was the when harry threw the green goblin grenade for lack of a better term and spidey grabbed it with the web and threw it back at him and it blew up i don't know three four inches from his face and all he had was like eh, minor facial scars no big deal his brain didn't explode all over the fucking brick wall um 
So with that all in mind, this movie is like a 35. Okay. Um, we didn't even talk about the fact that the symbiote had was terrible. Under <laughs> it, it was terrified from church bells. <laughs> bells were the end of it. And then on top of it, the dude tried to save the symbiote and Peter murdered him by throwing a bomb. <laughs> no, he, he threw the bomb first and then the guy ran and jumped in there to save the symbiote. Yeah, that's what he told the cops. Yeah. This was <laughs> this was fucking terrible. Um, I am not just being extreme when I tell you guys this. I give this movie an eight. <laughs> this movie was an eight. This movie was so bad it absolutely almost killed superhero movies forever that's how bad i think this somehow turned into the spider-man rewatch and eric eviscerates the classics all in one one oh my god this was one of the worst movies i've ever seen it's an eight and you know what's funny (laughs) i was texting you both last night as i was re-watching some of these scenes saying is this the worst movie on earth and eric's like we haven't even gotten to the garfield once yet and i was i was thinking (laughs) I yeah. was going to come into this podcast today and I was going to have to like belligerently defend myself that this movie is crap against Eric. And here I am on I the know. high side of Eric's score. He was red hairy yeah. us hard on that. Cause I was like, Oh, I was thinking, Hey, maybe he liked it a little bit. Like I kind of like, I had a good time watching it. You know, what you guys need is like some kids around you watching this with you that are like impressed by a guy that can turn into sand. And they're like, Whoa, that's amazing! You know, the simple <laughs> things, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to be watching the Garfield one, The Amazing Spider-Man, next. I'm actually excited about this. I saw this movie, and I thought it was decent. Yeah, I think it's going to be... It's going to feel like a huge step up from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Well, Can't wait. Watch it with <laughs> Eric's us. score was an 8, so if we double that and we get to a 16, it's a huge step up. So, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Make sure you guys watch Spider-Man with us and go back and check out our sports cast. Uh, but uh, as always, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.